You're listening to Actors with Issues with Juaniala, a podcast of actors, by actors, and for actors. Today's guest is actress Dominique Tipper, who you've seen in The Expanse and who's in the upcoming film One Ranger that is in select theaters and available on demand starting May 5th. Dominique Tipper, you're on the Actress with Issues stage. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so uh, you grew up in London. And uh, I read that you got a rather early start to your training uh, in the arts and, and all of that. So did you always know early, that early on that it's something you wanted to do on a career level or did that realization come a bit later for you? Um, acting or just being a creative in general? Just being a creative, a performing in, in oh, any sense. Yeah, um, yes. I think the early versions of what I wanted to do was be a pop star actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I um, always wrote songs and from about the age of like 13 I want to say maybe younger than that um, and in my head I was going to be like a Britney or a J-Lo and um, very much pursued that and then it wasn't like taking off I was in a girl group for like four years from the age of like 14 to 18 that never really got anywhere but like we had like a Eurovision entry and stuff. It was mad. Um, but then during that time, someone took me to a dance class when I was like 16. And I started doing dance classes, but then also was in a class at a place called Huskies where everybody was working in music videos and on shows and stuff. So I started auditioning and then I started working as a dancer. So I was doing my solo music stuff um, alongside dancing, but then I kind of got quite serious into dancing. So I was a dancer for 12 years. That was my main yeah. kind of career. And then I transitioned into acting um, about 10 years ago now. Yeah. And how did that transition come about? Was it sort of just like through agents and managers or, or how, did that, how did all that happen? It was quite gnarly, actually. I was like, very successful as a dancer and I always have this one kind of memory of my friend calling me and being like bitch do you want to do Kylie or are you doing this like weird acting thing and I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the acting so I was trying to take myself off tv as an act as a dancer and I was taking classes and so I kind of stopped working as a dancer and I got a job in a nightclub as a hostess moved home slept on my mum's couch. Um, and that was for like three years. So I was transitioning. I'd done like a small part in a film called Fast Girls. And because of that, that made me want to really take acting seriously. Cause like that was with like Lily James and Lashana Lynch. Like people yeah. were like heavyweights in our field. Like that was their first film. So I got to watch these women work and I found them brilliant and inspiring. And then that spurred me on to like really take it seriously myself. But it was quite a difficult. And I, so at some points I was just like, what am I doing? But I don't know. There was something in me that was like, I needed to do something else that challenged me. I've done 12 years of dancing. And so I'm just going to give it a go. And it kind of paid off. I, I'll say, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so far so good. Yeah. I'm doing and, and I'm such a fan of The Expanse. So when we got the opportunity to chat with you, I was I was so excited. And it's very much a show unlike many sci-fi shows we have out there. You know, many are attached mm -hmm. to this, you know, 
massive IP like a Star Trek or a Star Wars. Yeah. And this just feels like on a whole other level. So um, now that that run has ended, what are you, you know, what are some fond memories you have working on the show? Oh, oh my God, I have so memory, so, so memories, so many. Um, I think the best part of it for me was the creative process. Like that show was like, unlike any other. And I didn't know this at the time because it was my first show, but like pretty much every Sunday from when we started until we finished, we would gather together and read through the week's work. Um, whether it was with the director, without the director, um, normally our showrunner would be there and maybe one or two of the writers, but that was something we enjoyed doing as a cast and the core mm. cast always done it. Um, and it was voluntarily, we, we would t uh, give up our Sunday, mm. a couple of hours on our Sunday to do that. And I just think that is a really big indication of how seriously we took what we were doing. Um, we loved being there and we loved making it and we'd done whatever we needed to do to, to make the on-screen stuff work. And this, this kind of trickled through the whole production from, um, you know, the crew to the cast to, from our showrun, everybody had this same vibe about the focus was the work and we want to make it the best it can be, develop these characters in the best way that we can be. And I just think it shows on the screen, like, Everything is so detailed and well thought out and complex. And I think that's a real testament to the work ethic. Yeah. Um, and then like, we just had so much fun as a cast. Everyone was a fucking delight um, in a way that I don't think is normal. Like, I don't think it's normal that you come across casts that are like that and all gel and like working together. So, um, it was just excellent on many levels. Yeah. It's uh, sadly, it's kind of rare to stumble upon yeah. a cast, a group that really, like you said, all just yeah. together. I feel like we hear it more often than not, you know, some co-stars don't get along and things like well, that. I, I do think it's difficult. Like it's, it's, there's not many jobs where every time you do a film or a project, you get thrown with a completely different bunch of people from all over the world and different walks of life. And I just think it's okay like not everyone is for everyone. And I think as long as like everybody keeps it professional, I, I just don't think it's realistic that everybody's gonna completely get on all the time. So it is rare. I don't like hearing the horror stories, but I'm also very much someone who's just like, you're just not gonna get on with everyone. Though. I think that's, that's just how it is. But um, this was such a love affair, the expansion. <laughs> we all just was like oh I love you all it's great so but that is that is rare yeah it's weird and um fast forwarding to now with one ranger uh which I did get to see earlier this week was so, such a fun movie I mean I you know I grew up with a dad who loved you know like Bruce Willis action films and, and, yeah. and all, all of that so this just and Thomas Jane I mean the, the man's a legend, you know, is the Punisher, like, you know, oh, I know. <laughs> before the MCU, he was a Marvel hero or right? anti-hero, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, your audition process for that, how did this project come about? Well, it was quite funny because um, Thomas called me, actually it was a text message in the way that he does. Are you in London? Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I live here. Um, and he just was like, oh, there's this film I'm doing, I've got a part for you literally that I said okay really? send me the script and like 
I love Thomas so any chance to work with him I'll take it we had such we didn't have many scenes together on the expanse but the few that we did I was like I love you let's so when I read it and I was like it's like this buddy cop like crazy action romp with like you in a cowboy hat and me in some braids and like me with my East End accent like bolshing around London trying to bring this criminal to justice I was like I'm in I'm so <laughs> in. I don't care how much you're paying me I'm in so um that's how it happened actually I think Thomas was looking for someone to co-star with him that he already had chemistry with because we didn't have very long to shoot it was really short it was I feel like it was like two weeks or 10 yeah. days yeah it was like so I think for him, it was like, I need to be able to vibe with this person. So I yeah. guess he was like, let's get Dom in. So, and then I met Jesse and Jesse's a delight. So it just all kind of fell into place really. And I happened to be free at the time. So it just was like, sure, I'll come and do yeah. a film with you, Thomas. <laughs> and um, given that it was a bit of sort of a different vibe, like, you know, at the expanse, it was more science fiction and with some other projects, it's just different genres. Um, what would you say you learned while working on this film? That's a good question. Um, because it was quite a hectic shoot for all of it, because it was so short, we were just sandwiching stuff in. And I don't know what I learned actually. I need to have a think about that. <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> I mean, I did learn that, like, I don't know if this is what I learned, but I'm I was very proud of like what I'd learned on the expanse I I just get to transfer that skill set onto every job like and when I say skill set I think it's as important as as what you're doing on screen to how you are like when you're not playing the character and like if you're especially if you're leading one of the leads I think you really dictate the tone of the set so I just think as well, watching like Stephen and Shore and people that have been doing this for a really long time, the way they conduct themselves on set and how they go about talking to everyone. And if something's gone a bit left, how they go to rectify that and what should be happening on the set. I, I definitely say that like with One Ranger with something so stressful, I, I'm really able to kind of focus on the work and also, um, I don't know what the term is for it, but keep my call outside of, of what is happening unless something really needs to be addressed. So I think um, I, I, it, it was good to test that out in a different environment. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I can't think what I learned though. I'm sure something will come to me like at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's something that I've heard quite a bit from, from folks who, you know, have, um, have led shows that they, you know, when they had their first guest star, they saw how the lead of that show conducted themselves, said hello mm -hmm. to everybody, made it a warm and welcoming environment, even if it was like a dark trauma. They knew they had to provide that sense of levity. So, and that they yeah, wanted to really carry important. that with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. And it, oh, I've, I've been on sets where that's not the case and it's really, the, the difference is very palpable. So I just, um, I always think of the expanse in that way. And, but I guess as well, I had Thomas. So you had like two expanses. I mean, he's a legend in the game, but like we're both bringing that vibe to the set. So um, what I was just thinking about though is how important prep is, especially when you're on a shoot where you just have no time. Like yeah. I definitely think something I learned was like, 
I'm so glad that I did my prep and and just take that everywhere I go as well. Just make sure that that's solid so that if you haven't got much time to do a scene, you can be happy with what you've done. Um, even if it's a couple takes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So um, definitely that as well. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, such a short shoot. That's That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was only a couple of weeks. I maybe can't remember now, but it was short. Yeah, that's that's insane the, but you know i mean uh, it doesn't show it doesn't look like it was sort of just thrown <laughs> together like the, the look of it and everything it's you know you've seen some shows or you know not shows but um some films they say like oh we shot this in 10 days and you're like yeah, yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> but this you know by far was absolutely not the case especially like with some of the action sequences and things it's just yeah. like you know, it I was mean, just Jeff so well is done. the action guy. So yeah. <laughs> um, we were in good hands with that stuff because that is actually where the cracks normally show. If something is a bit low budget and, you know, you don't have much time to shoot it, it's like the kind of big set pieces suffer. But I just I just think Jesse done an excellent job with all of that. And um, also it was so fun to shoot. We had a great team, great stunt team. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think all the stunt stuff looked great um yeah good job and uh when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. With the name of our show being uh, Actors with Issues, um, we always love to shed some light on things for our uh, audience of young actors and whatnot. So what comes to mind as a career obstacle or a hurdle that you've uh, overcome that you can shed some light on? I definitely think, um, God, I've got actually got so many things when I think about it. One of the big things I think for me has been hair, unfortunately. I'm so often on a set where the hairstylist does not know how to do Afro hair. And even though it's kind of getting better, it's really, um, it's still happening, still happening to me. Um, I can count on one hand the number of times it hasn't happened. And so I'm really big on speaking up about things now I think when I first started I didn't want to that old thing of like you don't want to cause any trouble but like nothing changes and I think mm. um it can be quite isolating sometimes to be the person that does speak up because a lot of people just don't um and there's a lot of reasons for that some people aren't just good at it some people just don't want to so I find a lot of the times I'm the person to speak up but when it comes to hair like I really think it's worth fighting for um, in terms of making sure there is a stylist there that can do your hair because it's actually quite a violent experience sitting in a chair and people just kind of being like, okay, so we'll just keep it the same or 
um, do you want to tell me how you, and it's like, no, I want to have the same experience as someone with straight hair and I want my hair washed at the end of the day and I want to be given masks and steam things and, and just be cared for like everyone else. So I would say speak up. It may not always go well, but I think it's important and worth it and, and just let young actors know that there are elders on other sets doing the same thing and hopefully it will all improve. I also think... Um, what I learned partly on The Expanse and I, I kind of, I don't know how to explain this, but I really learned to give myself permission to do my job in the way that I needed to. And whether that meant removing myself from the cast area for a while to, to prep for the scene I've got coming up or ask people to be quiet or ask people to um, move out my eyeline or whatever I need to get the scene, I really think if you can find a way to give yourself permission to also ask for those things and uh, not be rude, but unapologetically ask for them. Um, because I think that's something that I didn't know how to do for a long time. Um, and you always feel like you're gonna upset someone, but doing your work is really important and making sure that you are, have the tools and the environment to do it well is, is really important. So. That's another thing. A lot of my stuff is like advocating for yourself, really. Yeah. Um, they're, the, they're the main things that spring to mind. I mean, and, you know, by all means, those are super incredibly important things because sometimes there isn't mm. anyone to advocate for us. Like, you know, our agents and no. managers are not on set with us yeah. to, to speak yeah. up. Yeah. And you're quite vulnerable. Like, you're really in the care of the people that you're working with as an actor because everybody kind of does a lot of stuff for you you don't kind of have complete agency over uh your day I think it's really important to advocate for yourself and ask for what you need because you will just kind of get swept up in like everybody is really busy and doing their job and trying to do it as well but I, I do think it's really important like you're not you're not causing issues or being difficult like it's it's really important to carve that space out for yourself so that every time you walk onto a set you can you can um create a safe working environment somewhere that you feel comfortable doing your job because it's it's weird walking onto different sets and walking into different energies and vibes all the time with different people you have to get a little thing in yourself to kind of work out what you need why you need it I'm not talking about asking like, stupid things, but things that literally aid you doing your, your scenes and your work. Um, and it might be a yoga mat, but it also <laughs> might just be asking the first to have everyone be in complete silence before you're doing a really difficult emotional scene. So yeah. um, you've got to work that stuff out, I think. It's really important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One other thing I'd like to add for young actors, if if it, like if I may, is um, looking after your mental health. Like this is why I said a yoga mat because I really being away from home. If you're lucky enough to be on a job where you're away six months, seven months at a time, is really hard. And I don't think anyone can prepare you for that or kind of understands what it's like when you're there. But I really think, and this is one thing I learned during seven years on the expanse six months at a time in Toronto is 
how you have maybe like a routine or if that's getting up, making sure you make your bed, have a little meditate, go and make sure you're doing your yoga classes or going to the gym or having therapy, if that's what it is for you, to just make sure that you're looking after your well-being, calls with friends, doing things you like doing, going for walks in parks and staying on top of that, eating well while you're away working, because I think it's really easy to spiral. Um, and nobody can really look after you apart from yourself. So I think that's a really like number one thing actually to just keep in mind whenever you're working, even if you're not away from home, just you've really got to look after yourself. And I think it gives you a good springboard to do the emotional work that you need to do if your baseline is very settled and calm and you don't need to be in a state of anxiety and angst to perform that. I think that's a bit of a um, false false uh notion like i i think being well and happy actually is a really good starting point yeah well dominique thank you so so much for for everything that you've shared and for taking the time to chat with us today um no, if anyone you. wants to yeah absolutely if, um, <laughs> if anyone wants to find you on uh, social media instagram where can they give you a follow yeah i'm on instagram my handle is miss Tim miss tipper <laughs> m-i-s-s-t-i-p-p-e-r Awesome. And folks, you know the joy. You can follow us on Instagram at Actors with Dishes. Give me a follow at Juaniala Official and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes every Monday and bonus episodes throughout the week. One Rager is in select theaters and on demand on May 5th. I'm Juaniala. This is Actors with Issues. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Actors with Issues on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit our YouTube channel for full video interviews. Actors with Issues is executive produced and hosted by Juaniala. See you next time.